and welcome to The Word with Jeff and Robert Pruitt. So glad you have joined us today. We don't know where you're coming from. You could be you could be uh, at work. You could be at home. However you're doing this today, you can even listen to podcasts and be working out. But we're just so glad that you've uh, allowed us, I guess, to come into your, your, your space. Right. Yep. And we're so excited for this opportunity. You know, we always ask the Holy Spirit, just, you know, give us revelation. What do you want to speak to your people this week? And I know that this is going to be um, a timely word. Well, what's interesting about this, and by the way, we always try to be led by the Spirit of God when it comes to these, uh, this new broadcast. I mean, we're always trying to be led by the Spirit of God, whatever we do, but, but, but in, in particular with us working together, because we don't normally work in tandem like this. And so um, I know that you came to me, we said, well, we're going to talk about a new series, get involved in something different uh, for the people. And you said, I really feel like we should um, take further, go deeper into what happened on Sunday. Right. On Sunday, first of all, those that don't know, we have a church service on Sunday on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m., which, by the way, is growing. Again, people are not even, I wouldn't say, are returning. I think people have made decisions about church life, how they're going to do church life, and that's fine. Um, but new people, new faces, my goodness, are just coming from everywhere. Now, they're bringing their friends, and Sunday was another record crowd for us. So that was right. pretty exciting. But um, even if it's a Sunday morning, it's, it's heavily... Um, you know, we, we heavily gear our services uh, to our visitors. We never, ever um, shy away from the Holy Spirit of being led by the Spirit on those days. Because sometimes it gets a little wild, sometimes it gets a little crazy. This happened to be kind of one of those days. And, um, well, why don't you tell them from your perspective how it started, and then I'll, I'll kind of glean right. into mine. Well, you know, I, I always go up after praise and worship, and, you know, whether, you know, just in that, in that you know, time, yep. um, you know, pray with, the, you know, for people, you know, what, whatever mm -hmm. it is. And I always ask the Holy Spirit, give me direction. How do you want to minister to your people? Yeah. And because um, I'm not going to get up there and just, you know, wing it myself. It's got to be, you know, anointed. Mm -hmm. And um, and I knew that Sunday was we had a lot going on. We had little, some extra things that was taking place. Right. Um, our daughter Olivia leaned over to me before I went up. She's like, hey, mom, um, if you'll make this announcement. So in my head, I'm going. I've got announcements, I've got a busy day. But again, Holy Spirit, you take um, this moment of what you want to do. And as I'm getting ready to walk up there, I just hear the Lord. And this is funny, too, because sometimes, sometimes... I can be, you know, a little too much for people. I don't know. I mean, I, I see myself as a calmer person, but sometimes I'm not. So sometimes I get in this thing of going, all right, when I go up there, just pray for people, you know, just be calm and just, you know, tell them Jesus right. loves them and just pray for them. <laughs> and of course, on this, that, that morning, I was actually thinking that, yeah. you know, may I'll just, I'll just pray for and people. The Holy Give Ghost gets holy. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. you know, when you ask the Holy Spirit, what do you want? He's gonna, he's gonna tell you. Right. And as I'm walking up the steps, I hear the Lord just go, we need to shout. You need to tell the people that they need to take this opportunity to shout to the Lord with the voice of triumph. Right. And so I was like, all right, Lord, we gotta do this. We have to come corporately. And let me just throw this in there because you know we, we're church people. I'm a church girl. And there's something about when you come together with like-minded people, 
and you're in that atmosphere where you are just shouting to God. And we're gonna we're gonna talk about the significance of shout. But when you're shouting to God, that's why sixty five thousand people could go outside the you know Pfizer Stadium and shout and bucks. scream because they're all doing it together. Right. And there's there's this <clears throat> thing where together and that anointing hits and you begin to shout with the voice of triumph that was amazing and i knew at that moment that was a holy ghost moment well typically i am in what's called the ready room which is right behind the stage um while you're doing that and the reason why i do that um especially on sunday mornings because i really want to be prayerful i want to have my mind set um, I'm a, uh, those that don't know, I'm a productions guy. So I did that years for my dad. I did it for our, for our, our ministry, our church, uh, for so many years. And so when I see something out of order, it kind of throws me off a little bit. Oh my, if you ever <laughs> sit behind us in church, there, there'll be moments where, um, if you see pastor lean over to me and he he calls it whispering, it's not whispering. I think everybody can hear. And he's just like, you know, we need to fix this or this needs to be changed over there and you just see me just kind of like slowly just inch my way away because i'm like <laughs> i can't focus on that but she's like i can't fix it now so yeah. what are you telling me but i think but you've always been that i've way, always yeah. been that way and i get a little bit um rambunctious i guess and i'm, I'm going to start barking orders and making things work and and usually everybody's that's behind the scenes is fixing things already but i might think that they're not so i want things to go a certain way so anyways it has a tendency to pull me out of that zone and so uh what i what i've done is i've um, allowed myself especially that last song to be in that ready room and be ready i'm worshiping in the background and so when i heard you go into that that place which you've done a, a hundred times a thousand times and different things and even had people shout before but i felt it was very significant i didn't know what it was but i felt like i had a prophetic word and so when i i said lord what is it and i and and, he, and and i hear the lord say what's in the shout and i said i don't know what's in the shout and he said well because you were telling them we're going to do this you kept saying we're going to in just a moment we're going to do this and then the lord said to me when they shout you will know i'll tell you and so as soon as they shouted god gave me one little little inspiration and so i walked out and then we go right into video commercials so right after the video commercials anyways long story short is um i delivered the word of the lord at that moment and in the word of the lord i don't have it before me right now but um you might remember more than i do but as i spoke it the lord, I, the lord said what what was in your shout what was in your shout i'll tell you what was in your shout your breath was in your shout. And when you breathed, you breathed upon the embers of this nation, upon the embers of your family. And and you have now caused a fire to go forth. And it's a fire of not only revival, but a fire of freedom. And God says, "For I'm going to cause freedom in this nation like you've never seen before. For the enemy is basically trying to lock these things up and lock them down and, and make us feel less. Um, and God says, I'm going to set it free. And then he's talking about revival and deliverance. And it was just an amazing word and that this week we were we were ordered from god to shout right we were to, we were to give for the shout so what does that look like and what does that mean i guess is what we're trying to say right. today now i wrote some things down we'll kind of correlate with see what the holy spirit has for everybody today but um as i said this out the word shout in hebrews a couple different meanings of it and one of the words is teruah and teruah means a massive shout mm -hmm. so it's not just a hey it's a 
it's like giving you know it's from your guts you know a massive shout shout either by a crowd or by a horn so a lot of times this teruah was done by uh the ram's horn in times of battle or times of rejoicing or times of fest uh the fest uh the feasts as well um so for example the walls of jericho came tumbling down when the people in joshua one raised a mighty teruah a mighty shout they walked around the the wall seven times and then shouted and the walls came came down the bible talks about this is a form also of prayer the bible talks about it and in many times we find it in the book of psalms for example um in psalms 47 2 all all ye clap your people clap your hands raise a joyous shout to ruah unto god so god commands us to shout unto him to shout about who he is to shout with a massive shout um of of um whether of warning or of rejoicing or of praise or of worship and the biblical name um for rosh hashanah which i find interesting because god i didn't know this i had no idea this it's not like you study you just gave the word of the lord on sunday you said to do it we did it then the prophetic word came forth and just about a month from now we'll be in rosh hashanah i didn't know this i didn't tell you this rosh hashanah is from the word yam teruah which mm -hmm. means to shout it means to shout That's so good. it's like god is setting this up even during the feast time of rosh hashanah yam kippur of yam turah teruah rather meaning to shout to raise a sound uh to this is what it means this is what it means this this uh, yam teruah to raise a shout and a sound to cry out to give a blast uh to shout a war cry or a alarm of, of battle to sound a signal for war or march it means to shout in triumph over over your enemies now, you shout in triumph over your enemies before you even get the victory is right. what i'm saying it means to shout with a religious impulse to cry out in distress it means to utter a shout to shout in triumph to shout for joy this mm. thing is powerful mm -hmm. and it's it seems to me god set us up i don't think it's just for our church right. i think it's for the body of christ oh, yeah. to learn to shout before you get the victory because i think something significant and i'm gonna pray into this more and you should too we all should about about rosh hashanah because something significant has happened about 30 days from now right you know it, it, as you brought up you know we've all heard the story we, we sing the songs in sunday school when we were kids about the walls you know, coming down mm. in uh, the walls of Jericho. Jericho. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is that we've all, we now have walls. We've got walls of sickness. We've got walls of bondage. We've got mm. walls of oppression. And these walls have to come down. And the Lord mm. is saying that there needs to be a shout. And there's got to be, you know, there's, there's several different kinds of shouts. You've got, you know, you've got your, um, uh, I would you know, put in my notes down here where we have, um, we've got a shout of battle cry. We've, it's a, sh a shout of warfare. We've got um, the shout of faith. We've got the shout of joy. Mm. And, you know. That Which, by the way, real quick, all those shouts, I think what God is saying through us, I want you to continue, but is it's in, it shows intensity. Yes. It shows passion 
passion. It shows enthusiasm. Right. You're not just taking, well, I just taking this whole thing. I got to take it on the chin and one day God will mm. turn this thing around. It's saying, no, today is my day of deliverance. Today that wall comes down. Right. Yeah. And that's why that's why I love the church because it was a great practice for people to get you know because if you're at home and it's summertime you got your windows down and all of a sudden you're shouting you know it can be a little intimidating except <laughs> um, and I got to, I got to tell this story now because um, you know I was just reminded actually right before we came here of um, years ago when. Um, you were working a secular job. I was home and with our son, and he was just a few months old. Mm -hmm. And it was summertime. I had the windows up. I had the front door open. I just had a screen door closed. And I knew, you had told me that a gentleman was going to be calling to talk about um, youth ministry because we were youth pastors at the time. And so when my phone rang and a gentleman was on the other end, I was thinking this was going to be this phone call from this gentleman. Well, there was this man on the other end, and he starts off the conversation very nice. He's like, you know, I'm like, hi, how are you? You know, and I'm thinking we're going to talk church. And then all of a sudden, his voice kind of changed, and he said, I want you to listen to everything I'm about to say. I have your house surrounded, and at any given moment, I make the signal, we're in your home. And I'm like, you know, now I'm dumbfounded. I don't know even really what to say. You start singing, it may look like I'm yeah, surrounded. exactly. <laughs> so, you know, so now, and then he goes, and at any time in my instructions, if you hang up this phone, we will be in your home. We're, we're, we'll barge in. And I'm like, well, what do you want? I don't understand what, what, what is it that you want? And he's like, I'm going to tell you what I want, but I need you, you know, you have to listen to everything I'm about to say. And I'm like, you know, I, I'm just, I'm panic stricken, right? All of a sudden my baby's crying and he goes, and I can make that baby motherless with a snap of my fingers. Mm -mm. Now you touch the, you know, you, you, you touch mama now. Mm -hmm. And, um, I, he wouldn't tell me what he wanted. He's just intimidating me constantly. Well, I hung up the phone because I'm like, no, this just, you know, I'm just getting off this phone. I'm going to call you. And I hung it up. And when I picked it back up again, this is landline time. When I picked it back up again, he said, what did I say I was going to do if you hung up this phone? Well, I, now I'm in this situation. My back is up against the wall. I can't protect my baby. You know, I can't, I, I, all my windows are open, my doors are open. What am I going to do? And I'm picturing, I'm about to get people coming into my home to kill us. And the only thing that I could think of at that moment was that I shouted. I mean, I didn't care who heard. I didn't care what was going on. And I took that phone and I just shouted in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. And I kept shouting, right? Well, he's on the other end because <laughs> I put it back up to my ear and he's like, um, uh, um, okay, um, I said, and I just went, in the name of you, and I'm <laughs> shouting the top of my lungs, and all of a sudden, he hung up the phone. Hey, I'll do it. It was done. Yeah. And come to find out, it was a man that was doing this in the yeah, city. Yeah, Calling. It made the news about five days later. Yeah, like calling that, yeah. people to intimidate them and I mm -hmm. think try to get stuff from them or whatever. Mm -hmm. But the thing was, is that shout, it was a battle cry shout. It was, I have nothing else that I can physically do for myself and for my baby at that moment, but I can shout a war cry that will intimidate 
my enemy yeah. that took down my enemy yeah. so there is that shout that there, there, battle there was, cry there, there's there was no reasoning with him at that point no now obviously he probably couldn't do anything there was nothing that he could do obviously the house wasn't surrounded right. it was all a big hoax and a big lie he was getting some sort of but i didn't know it thrill on being controlling or yeah. whatever but you didn't know that right. so and you're in a place where you can't really play a game here and so it took you to another level i think right. that's what i think that's what god is trying to say right now for us is we got to go to this next level of intensity right. and not just play it safe and just try to get by and hope god's going to make this happen or or make all this stuff go away, but actually stand in the face of the devil right. and and tell literally tell him to go to hell in the name of Jesus right. with your shout, with your praise. Um, the Bible talks about that that shout being uh, Teruah being uh, one over your enemies, right? A shout over your enemies, and it is it is a shout of joy. Why? You know God's going to take care of this. That's right. You know that He's already given you the victory. Well, that shout of faith that. You know, the people had to do as, as they were walking around Jericho, because, you know, you tell a bunch of people, we're going to walk around this city seven times and don't say a word. And then on the seventh time, you know, seventh day that we do this, you know, you're going to hear this, this, um, you know, this horn, and that's when you're going to shout and the walls are going to come down. That had to be a shout of faith because the Lord was saying, this is what I'm going to do. This is what you're going to do. So before the wall ever came down, they had to give that shout of faith and believe God that he was going to do what he said he was going to do. Now, the shout of war, you know, in um, Second Chronicles, and I hadn't read this forever, but in Second Chronicles 13, and, you know, you, you've got, look this up on your own. Now, let me just, I wanted to read this to you, but, you know, why are the names back in the, in, in the Old Testament? Yeah, they're tough. Some are tough, yeah. And I will, I will slaughter these names. So I'm going to do this, all right? I'm going to give them just the, the initials of their first name. Because you got to hear what happens in this battle and about this all battle right, cry. Let's see how bad these babies are. All right. Um, no, it's up here. So <laughs> you want to, you, are you going to try it? I want to try anything. I All don't right. know where you're at. Well, in Second Chronicles 13, Abijah, st starting in in chapter and verse 13, you have this war that is now it's come to this place where two kings are up against each other, and that you know you've got I'll call him King A Abijah. Does that sound close? Abijah, I'll help you. Out. All right. Anyways, King Abijah, he has <clears throat> four hundred thousand soldiers. But he's up against this other king. And this king has 800,000 soldiers, mm -hmm. so twice as many. And they're in this heat of battle. And here's the thing is King Abijah, he gets up on, he's up on top of this mountain and he begins to shout at the other king. Now he's, yeah, read it right here. He's the king of Judah. So he's, he's the king of Judah. He's a good, he's supposed a man to be a good God. guy. Yeah, so right. he is standing up and he's shouting to the other king. He's saying, let me tell you what my God can do and what my God is going to do on this day. And he is shouting out the promises of God. And he's telling this other king, you have walked away from God. You have no hope, but I'm going to tell you what God is going to do on this day. Mm. Now, here's the thing that was so interesting in this story. That as this man of God, as this king is standing up and he is shouting this out, he's shouting out the promises of God. The other king has taken his 800,000 soldiers and, and begin to surround the other army. 
So he is now, he's got soldiers in the front and, and while, while these promises are being shouted, they're now being surrounded. And I'm going to tell you right now, there are moments that you are going through right now that you have stood up and you have shouted the promises of God to your enemy. You have shouted the praises of God. And as you're shouting this out, the enemy surrounded you. And it is so easy on that moment as you turn around and go, wait a second, what the heck? I was just shouting out what God is going to do, the promises of God. He's going to take down the enemy. And now, because I've done that, now I'm surrounded and you have done it. You have shouted over your marriage. You have shouted out the promises of God over your children. You have shouted out the promises of God over your uh, finances, over your health. And now it seems like now you're surrounded. Mm. That's not fair. Right. As I shouted my triumph, as I shouted my joy, now I'm surrounded. But here's what happens. As he's surrounded, now they look and they're going, wait a second, we are surrounded on every side. What are we going to do? And the king says, here's what we're going to do. Sound the battle cry. And in the verses, it goes on to say, um, uh, in verse 15, uh, let's see, 15, So the priest blew the signal on the trumpet and the troops let out a battle cry. And other, uh, there's other versions where it says the men of Judah raised a war cry. And as they shouted, another verse says, our version says the men of Judah began to shout. And as they shouted, it says, God used the king and his men to wipe Mm. out. Are you ready for this? half a million soldiers. Mm. So out of the 800,000 that they are up against, as they began to shout their battle cry, Mm. as they began to shout, they've already just heard the shout of the promises of what God can do, what he is going to do for his people. Now they shout out their own battle cry and they are able to kill not only 500,000 other soldiers, But it goes on to say that then they went and they took the cities, three major cities they took and the villages in between. Mm. So I just want to just remind you at this moment, I want you down below, if you're you're watching live, you're listening to this on the um, podcast and you want to write in, I want you to lift your hands, do that little emoji where the mouth is open and shouting or just go ahead and put on there, I am shouting my battle cry because you might feel like you are surrounded. You might feel like you've done everything you're supposed to have done mm-hmm. and you have done and you've shouted and you have stood, but you're surrounded. Go ahead and get ready for your battle cry because you're about ready to take down the enemy. And not only that, but you're about to get the victory in every area of your life, the spoils of life. No more passivity. That's what right. I think we're saying and what God is saying to us. No more passivity. This is our time to stand up, be heard, be counted, be loud, be aggressive. Not with people. No. But against the enemy of our soul, against against the circumstances that we've been put in. Quit. I said this on. I preached this on Sunday. I've said it so many times over the years. But quit talking about your mountain and start talking to your mountain. Right. Better than that, start talking. Not only start talking to your mountain, but start shouting. Shouting. You know, uh, Zerubbabel, King Zerubbabel, Bible says that that he was facing this mountain of of his situation. As a matter of fact, it was an actual literal mountain. And God said something conspicuous almost to him and said to him, shout to it. Mm -hmm. Shout grace, 
grace to it, and it will move. In other words, God's saying, don't be crying to me about the problem. Quit this passivity, get strong, and shout over your mountain. Shout to your mountain. Right. Shout grace to it, and it will be removed. It's time, Robin, that we stand up and 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 be bold. Um, the world sure is bold. The right. world is trying to shut us down, hurt us. And I and, and guys, I I've been one to stay out of some certain conversations because um, it's quite frankly a little easier, I guess. And I've got my own problems. I don't need any more extras, you know. But um, we live in such a diverse time. But if I have ever seen in my lifetime, of 53 years on planet Earth, I have never seen anything like this, a blatant attempt to take our freedoms away from us as American citizens. We got people saying you shouldn't be a Christian nationalist and all this kind of stuff. Baloney. Praise God. I'm going to say it just the way I want to say it. You can be extremely patriotic. Love your country and love your God all at the same time. God puts you here in the greatest country in the face of the earth. Why is it so great? Because we got so much money? No, because we have freedom. Our forefathers came to this country, and they they were intense about it, by the way. And they said, enough is enough. We're going to go form our own union, be our own country, that we may worship God in freedom. The Catholic Church is going to tell us how to worship anymore. And so this whole thing, the whole nation was, this whole freedom experiment was birthed out of freedom of religion. And I'm just here to tell you, we're, we're facing a time now in our nation where we're, is, I can see it inching and inching where they're going to say, well, uh, not only you have to do this, but you have to do this. And if you don't do this, we're going to shut you down. We're going to, we're going to uh, mark you or label you such and such. We're going to make sure that you only speak a certain way because it's not tolerant enough. You're not being tolerant. Well, we're saying, but it's in the Bible. We don't care what the Bible says. We don't respect your Bible, but you have to respect our freedom of speech. It's still our constitutional right. Anyways, I'm on my soapbox. But I guess what I'm saying, it's time for people to start standing up for their rights in the spirit and their rights in this nation. Right. Before we lose them all. That's right. It, because, you know, and I'm uh, going to do it. In 1 Samuel 4, I think this was, this is such an amazing um, show of God's power. And in, in 1 Samuel 4, 5 and 7, it says this, 5 through 7. Okay. It says, when the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord came into the camp, all Israel shouted so loudly that the earth shook. We need this earth to shake. And if we come together and as we begin to shout, because here they're finally, you know, the Ark of the Covenant, this represents God Almighty. And they were so excited that the ark was coming back that they began to shout, God's presence is here. We're going to shout I, I had this written down, Second Samuel, not to cut you off, yeah. but I am going to get you real quick. Second Samuel 6, 15. So David and all the house of Israel were bringing up the ark of the Lord with shouting and the sound of the trumpet. trumpet. Yeah. It was overwhelmingly loud. That the earth shook. And in yeah. verse six, 6, it says this, because they were up against the Philistines. And in verse 6, it says, now when the Philistines heard the noise of the shout. Time to make some noise. They said... What does this what does the sound of this great shout in the camp of the Hebrews mean? Then they understood from uh, then they understood that the ark of the Lord had come into the camp. So the Philistines were afraid, for they said, God has come mm, into the camp. And good. they said, Woe to us, 
for such a thing has never happened before. Here's what happens when you give a shout unto God, when you give a shout of war cry, when you give a shout of joy, when you give a shout of faith, it makes the enemy scared. Mm. The enemy will literally be like, whoa. Now you're preaching. So here's the deal. You're shouting in victory. You're shouting in joy. You're shouting in praise. You're shouting in worship. But to him, it's the sound of war. Right. The devil hears it as a sound of overwhelming Ooh, our the presence. Earth begins being to shake. shake. And I, I wrote this down, and we I know we got to quit here, but Exodus 32, 17. Now, when Joshua heard the sound of the people, as they shouted, he said to Moses, there is a sound of war in the camp. So as the people begin to lift up a shout, the devil in, instinctively sees it as a war shout. Right. And he begins to, you know, want to move the other direction. And so I will tell you, and I know he will move the other direction in the name of Jesus. I will tell you, this is what we feel God is saying right now prophetically to the church. It's time for us to get intense, get out of, uh, get out of passivity, get out of the mode of one day God's going to, one day God's going to do this, one day God's going to do that. Today is the day, your day, my day, your day of salvation. God wants to grant it to us, but he's looking for that shout. What does that mean? He's looking for our faith. Right. To just say, we're not going to put up with this devil. You cannot have our children. You will not have our churches. You will not have our finances. You will not take our health away from us, nor will you take our country away from us. We're here. We're going to stand flat-footed. We're going we're gonna to meet you at the court or at the gate, like they say, and we are gonna, we're going to front you off with the shout of victory, right. which really is the shout of war. Right. You know, because great... Power is accomplished with great sound. Amen. If you ever see anything, yeah. you know, you go you go over to the airport over here, and that those that jet begins to you know put that engine on. It's getting ready to take off. That's great power from that engine. Yeah, it's a great sound. You know, the other night we're sitting there, and y'all in, in the Milwaukee area we had a thunderstorm the other yeah. night, and we're sitting there, and um, <laughs> man, we're watching television, and God. Boom! And a big, just a flash of light. It the could. It looked the like. Earth shook. It, it, it looked like it was maybe, maybe fifty feet from our our house, and literally the whole ground just sh- just shook the whole yeah. place. I'm like the power of that. I envision. Like when God's people shout like that in the spirit, it's literally shaking the ground of the spirit realm. And the enemy gets very unnerved by that. He can't help but be unnerved by that. God's given us power and authority. Now, honey, in closing, what, why don't you pray? Why don't you just pray? I know God put this on your, this whole thing in your heart anyways. And um, and we're going we're gonna to close this out with some just powerful prayer. What, however God's going to lead you. Or maybe it's a challenge to the people, however you mm-hmm. want to do it. Well, I just want to, you know, I I, want to remind you today that, you know, it is a shout of faith because sometimes we don't see it. We're looking at our bills. We're looking, you know, at that doctor's report. We're looking at, you know, at, at that marriage of the children or, you know, just like, you know, governments and stuff that's going on. And we can get so overwhelmed that we shut down. And we can get to that place of being exhausted and we can get to that place of not knowing what to do or what to say. But I want to encourage you today that there has to be that thing that rises up on the inside of you. There's that thing that just rises up that just says, you know what? 
I'm not going to sit back and let the enemy surround me anymore. I'm going to give that shout. You know, the Lord, you know, even the Lord shouts. You know, it's, 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 it talk, it, when it talked about Lazarus, it said the Lord said with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. Mm. And we can say with a loud voice to that dead thing. We can say to, you know, to that thing that we're looking at that just seems like it's never going to happen. And we can be just like Jesus and we can shout life back into that situation. Let's do it. And I want you, you know, from this moment, and some of you might take a little bit of practice. You know, you might have to, you know, go somewhere where you're all alone and just begin to shout or, you know, you just lock yourself in a room and just begin to just shout. Or you might just tell your neighbors and your family, say, listen, mama's about to shout right now. Dad's about to get violent in the spirit and begin to shout with a voice of mm -hmm. triumph because your walls are about to come down. The enemy is about to run away in fear. Right. And Father, right now, I just pray over people that are listening to this right now, Lord God. I know, Thank I can you, just Father. sense that there's a stirring on the inside of them that is getting <clears throat> excited. They're at that place, I just feel like some of you are, you're, you're at that place where you're like, I, I'm going to try it. I'm just excited to try this because I'm going to do what the Word of God says. You, I am going to shout my joy and I am yes, going to Lord. shout my victory and I am going to shout my battle cry because I know as I do that the earth is going to begin to shake, that that mountain of bills is going to begin yes, to fall Lord. down, that that mountain that I've been facing over here, that wall that has been so encompassed around my mind and around my, my life is about to come come down and I'm going to shout my joy and I'm going to yes. shout the victory. And I challenge you this week. I challenge you as you're listening to this now. I challenge you right now. Go ahead and just begin to shout. Begin to shout, God, you are more than enough for me. Maybe some mm. of you are just going to shout in Jesus' name as you're looking at that situation. That is that wall. Maybe you're going to say, come forth <clears throat> yes. as Jesus did to Lazarus. Whatever it is that you are facing in this moment, I want you to get excited because your shout is going to do so much more than what you could even think Jesus. or imagine that it could do. Hallelujah. And I stand in the power of agreement with that. And uh, what you didn't know was uh, you're saying about getting, getting totally away with God. You might get away with God to bring that shout out totally within the realm of God's expectation. You didn't know this. I, I said this today, that the, there's a Jewish tradition. I might be chopping this word up, but the Hisbodius, the Hisbodius was, uh, it's a Sephardic uh, pronunciation of the this Hebrew word. And and so um, basically it was a, a prayer meditation with the idea of screaming to God or shouting unto God. Mm. And it was done in seclusion. So you, you were to get away with, with, with God, uh, preferably in a field or in a forest where you were alone. And you, the idea was to just, everything that's in you that you don't understand or whatever is to get it out of you by shouting unto God, God, this, and I need that. And God, you promised, you promised in your word. And it, it was, and the idea was to keep talking. 
for as long as you possibly could. I don't know what the why that mm. was that way, but there was a, it's a Jewish tradition. It's uh, something they did in, in lore, and and so it was to keep talking because the idea was it would trigger things in your mind that you normally wouldn't say. But the point is, is yeah. it's very spiritual to do these things. Shout unto the Lord right. with the voice of triumph. And let me say this: I just, I, I just feel like somebody. You're, you're sitting there right now, and you just went. I live in an apartment. I live, you know, I, you know, I couldn't do this. They're going to call the cops if they hear shouting from, you know, from my apartment. I, do this because we've all done this at one point or another. Go grab your pillow. Yeah. Grab your pillow, put it over your face, and you just shout that way. I mean, there have been times that, you know, I'm in marriage. Listen, when we get, I, I've, we've gotten so mad that I was just like, ah, and I can't shout at you, so what do I do? I went and I grabbed a pillow and I literally just put it over my face and I just screamed, I was, I was so angry. Well, why don't we just do that with a shout yeah. of praise and a shout of faith and a shout of war cry and, and, and just grab that pillow. You can do it. There's nothing stopping you from giving God that shout. There's nothing stopping you from sending the enemy running with your shout. You can get creative. You can do it. Well, I know for one thing, um, you can definitely come to the house of God, this house, Faith Builders Church, and you can come in about 25 minutes of shouting loud as you want and giving God all the praise in this house. I mean, it's a good place to start. We want to invite you to come on Sundays. And um, we're at 10, 10 a.m. We'd love to have you with us. It's a great, great place to get get lost in God, and, and we're going to keep doing that. Gonna be. Yeah, you know, it, try, be that way. if if you don't, if you want to know what heaven is going to be like, go to a church where you know where it's not where you have to whisper Heaven's and be noisy. quiet as a church mouse. Heaven is it's constant the shouting, yeah. and you mm -hmm. know, just look up scripture verse on on heaven and shouting, and you're going to see it. Yeah. So come to church and you know practice there. So when you get to heaven, you're you, you know, you'll be ready for it. <laughs> amen and amen. Well, we love you. We hope this word is helping you. It's very prophetic and very profound. And uh, so we're so grateful to God. Who knows? I might even preach a little bit on Sunday. Not this particular word, but just take it to the next level. I don't yeah. know. But um, we're so glad that you joined us today. And uh, make sure you like this and share this. Honey, what else do they do with it? That's about it, right? Like and like, share. share. Put on notifications. Comments. Let um, us know what you thought about it because the comments uh, cause our algorithm to um, so that people can see it, more more people can see it, and things of that nature. So hopefully this has been a blessing to you, and we love you. And we'll see you next week. By the way, we should say next week. It, it, it airs on Thursdays, but the truth is is that people watch this throughout the week, all right. week long. So whenever, but there'll be a new one next, next Thursday. Next Thursday, there'll be another release. So we love you. God bless you. And uh, we'll either see you online or we'll see you at church this Sunday at 10 a.m. God bless you.